0: On today's episode of the Senior Quotes Sports Podcast, it is Super Bowl week. We got goat, baby goat, in the Brady Mahomes Super Bowl. Also, Aiden and I catch up on some Knicks Nets action following the Harden trade, as well as Emmanuel quickly skyrocketing to the moon. Let's get it.
1: What's up, guys, and welcome to the newest edition of the Senior Quote Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Aiden Broderick, joined as always by my co host, Jack Coleman. And Jack, first episode of February, first episode in the house for the second semester. Just a good little vibe with the snow coming down tonight. How you doing? I'm nice and chilly, nice yeah. and posted up
0: next to the window for all of my ASMR uh, fans <laughs> out there. Um, but no, really, it's it's been a good time seeing everyone, getting everyone back. Mm-hmm. It's been a tough time trying to schedule out the pod and everything with classes still up in Definitely. the air, and now we're back to it. This, this is like our first full week, so yeah. today we're going to spend the time to just kind of catch up to speed on all things sports and... Before you know it, we'll be back with quotes and everything else, Bachelor Talk, everything along the way. But we just need to talk sports with y'all. We miss you guys, and we are back for it. So let's get into it.
1: So we're gonna start. Where do you wanna start? We could start with the Super Bowl preview that's coming up. Today is Monday, the first of February, and that's six days away yeah, from Super let's Bowl. Talk Super Bowl. It, it's officially Super
0: Bowl week. It is. So yes, point. we are starting with Super Bowl. Super Bowl week. It's the best day of the year. It's one of the best days of the year for me. Oh um, yeah! Outside of like the first day of March Madness, definitely. the best Super Bowl is a special day. Um, did we love... rank those
1: one time? I did think we, we have top five occasions. Occasions or top five sports? Or, yes, we definitely events. did that. Yeah,
0: um, and it was in there for sure. And mine, and I said the other day as an icebreaker for a class that my favorite holiday is the first day of March Madness. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. But Super Bowl week, and I love it. I love everything about it. I love the pageantry. I love. The commercials. I sit for the entire thing and just watch. I I enjoy the entire product that they are feeding to me, um, and it's always such a good time. The old Tom Brady, trying to get another Super Bowl ring, and yet we have the young Patrick Mahomes, yep. going back to back trying to get his second. It's it's up in the air. I yeah. really I really don't know who is going to win as of right now. I How think either I? I think either could, which is kind of weird because in the past it's felt like there's definitely a favorite and to me clearly on paper there is a favorite but to me like as a as a sports analyst and someone that watches and and imbibes on a a lot of sports I think that it's so up in the air this year oh 100
1: um first of all as my guy Nate Burleson on NFL Network said last two weeks ago now when the both NFC and AFC Mm. championships were decided he goes we're gonna have the goat first baby goat and he said he wanted to like copyright or trademark that statement right there because that's how everyone's kind of viewing it now. Mm -hmm. We've got Tom Brady, who's well past 40 years old and still kicking and still tearing up opposing defenses. Kevin King and the Packers could not keep Scotty Miller down, couldn't keep Mike Evans, couldn't keep Chris Godwin. So it was really a great Buccaneers offense, but like Nate Burleson said, baby goat Patrick Mahomes, who's already won the Super Bowl last year, he's an MVP, and he's coming back and he's just as unstoppable as always. Um, so yeah, I do agree with you that there seems like there would be a favorite and I would actually lean Mahomes in the chiefs way. I I think you have to, but I don't know. It's like ESPN has it 52% chiefs, 48% bucks. It's pretty up in the air. The spread is three points to Kansas city, Kansas city minus three and 61% according to ESPN plus 61% of people are betting on the chiefs minus three. So that makes sense. People that like makes Mahomes, sense. Mahomes, Mahomes is the younger guy.
0: I still think Brady in the playoffs, Brady in the Super Bowl he's, has a has that magic. He's and, different.
1: I don't like that phrase, but he literally well even he, even though we lost goat. to the Giants twice, even yeah. though we lost the Eagles
0: once, there is still that magic in in the Super Bowl for six, Brady. 6-3 yeah, and three
1: so far. Exactly.
0: The numbers speak for themselves. The yeah. man is a goat and now we're going to get the baby goat bowl. Uh, when Patrick Mahomes goes up against him, and it's exciting. Going, It's going to be, I think, one of the better Super Bowls that we've had in a long time because some of the past ones weren't all that great. Uh, last year, was last great. year, what happened? It was a last good Super Bowl that low. went down the line the Niners, with Mahomes. Niners the year before 10, was the Rams that oh, was terrible, right? Terrible. So okay. Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So last year in fun. the Super
1: Bowl. It's going to be a good time. That's what is we basically think. all. It and is. then Brady has an offense that is so exciting. Even even well, so I honestly always thought Brady was a short passer, check down guy. Okay. And that's what people make fun of him for. If you watch the NFC Championship, he went against the grain with he that. He did. He did. That to was Scottie surprising. One to the corner of Mike Evans. Touchdown there. Touchdown there. I mean, Chris Godwin for 50 yards after he dropped one. He bobbled that one and caught it. These were deep passes. And honestly, I forgot that Brady, again, as I said, he's over 40 years old. I didn't think he had the arm strength still. He does. And that's maybe the scariest part about the Buccaneers that I hadn't realized yet, let alone their defense, which is also very exciting. They have guys like Shaq Barrett off one edge. Or is it Shaq? Yeah, it is Shaq Barrett. It is Shaq Barrett. I always mix up with yeah. Shaq Griffin, who's on the Seahawks, Seahawks. and his brother, Shaquem. Yeah, yeah, so they both went to UCF, right. I think. Yes. Anyway, so that they is did. such a tangent. Yep. I think that's all no, right. That's all right. <laughs> wow. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just flexing it a little bit. But Shaq Barrett is yep. the edge rusher who's been awesome for the past couple years for the Bucks. JPP, as we know, and as Stephen Shea. is that how you say his name? The Barcelona guy from Tampa Bay, Steven Shea. yeah, I think it's Shay
0: J-P- J-P-P-J-P-P-I-N-D.
1: I- he's, he's the <laughs> weird inside joke, Kyle, if Kyle's listening, we'll get that. Our resident box fan from Tallahassee, but <laughs> otherwise, uh, who else? Levante David's still a great linebacker. Devin White uh, is awesome as well. Yeah. I mean, this is a good, let alone, I, I'm trying to, no, their secondary has these young guys like Sean Murphy Bunting in there. Um, whose son? Not Asante Samuel Jr. That's a prospect still. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. Antoine is Winfield, in there, Jr. Dude, it's a fun team. I, yeah. They have a lot of guys that you can mention. Like the Chiefs, sure, they have good defensive players as well. I won't bore you guys by trying to list those off as well, other than Honey Badger, GOAT. Um, but like the Bucks have a great defense. And yeah. sure, Mahomes tears up defenses like it's nothing. But I think that's a... Uh, just a storyline, you know, or a factor of this game that hasn't been talked about enough is the Bucks defense. The it's Bucks a defense lot of is offense crazy versus offense, but it, yeah. It really isn't.
0: That's why it feels like this Super Bowl is so much closer for Brady than yeah. the others because this defense is top tier. It yeah. really is. Um the other thing though is that Brady coming into this in the past has had like these playoff games be just continuations of his season. Definitely. You know, and I don't even know if that necessarily makes sense how I worded it, but what I'm trying to say is it, going it, yeah. into the playoffs, mm-hmm. those are just normal games for Brady. Yeah. Because he's played so many, those are just normal games. So who, the so Super like, Bowl, is, gets blown he only out, plays yeah. championships. Yeah, Really, when you think about it, he only plays championships. Okay. Bar last year. Yeah. So, I mean, the man mentally has, has the know-how to get himself prepped, to mm-hmm. get the entire team prepped, which is huge because in – Tampa Bay, they didn't have Brady before. This is their first time a to, point. as a unit to be going to the Super Bowl. So he has got to be having them amped up, riled up, yeah. ready to go for the Super Bowl
1: as he has done throughout the entirety of the playoffs. That's such a good point because people always talk about having a role model or a veteran in the locker room to teach the young guys this is how you play a playoff game. Because a lot of these players, I mean, in the NFL, sure, more than half the teams, mm-hmm. or I guess now with the new rule, 14 out of about half the teams now make the playoffs every yeah. year. So it's not crazy to think that, you know, every player is going to see a playoff game once in a while. But you're never treated like that. And all these young guys probably haven't seen the playoffs yet. So to have a guy in the locker room just generally is so valuable to who's who's been there before, say to one Super Bowl. How about a guy who's going to his 10th yep. and has won six of them and has multiple Super Bowl MVPs as well. This guy, like I like I've been saying, and I'm a New York Sports fan as are you. And we're both acknowledging that Tom Brady is He's the, the goat. GOAT. I mean, yeah. he has the accomplishments th- to back it up. It's easy. Yeah. Um, it's the Jordan, like, Jordan is the GOAT. Like, yeah, it's, it's and really we, the We same are a thing. Jordan show, you know. He, it's just I, I numbers at this point. It, I exactly do you say exactly. LeBron has an argument? Yeah, but it, it, it's closer than you know. Yeah. some people make it, but regardless, back to you know the point at hand is Tom. God, Brady, I hate that we brought up Jordan. You know, Brady, sneak into it all LeBron, the LeBron, yeah, oh, we always, haven't done it in so long, yeah. and I hate that we. Did and we kind of keep it out of it. We're not yeah. we're not here to argue goats. We're here to, <laughs> but we've been saying it, and like all I'm trying to say is it's so valuable to have that experience through one player who happens to be a team leader as well, to just share to all the young guys. It's yeah. going to be invaluable. Mike Evans for example, he's in like his 7th year already. You'd think he's still a young player and he is. He's getting around 30, but for a receiver, that's the back half of your career. Still, the reason I bring that up is I don't think he's been in the playoffs yet. He hasn't. The he Buccaneers hasn't. have the that Bucks streak, just, yeah, where it's the, it was the longest streak, even longer than the Browns, uh of never making the playoffs. Yeah. And shout out to Cleveland who we also haven't talked about in a while for making the playoffs as well and snapping their own streak. Yeah, and the Browns were awesome in the playoffs. They were fun we don't don't to for get as into it as
0: we could have in the past, but no. But I, that I, team was fun. Yeah. That team was legit, and they were counted out far too many times. In agreed, agreed. I'm and, glad and, they beat the Steelers like they yeah. did. They crushed them. They were, they were pretty no. legit going yeah. into the that next But year. the reason I bring it's them like, up
1: is, you know, the Browns have been the stock of the league, but somehow the Buccaneers, people just forgot that that streak existed. They're in a hell of a division with the Saints, with the Panthers, not so much, but with the Falcons as well both the Saints and Falcons being to Super Bowls in the past decade. Um, But to bring all that back to this, the Buccaneers have snapped that streak just by adding one player. You know, like Bruce Arians, who's a great coach, had been there already. And all these weapons had been there already. And as much as I love Jameis Winston, this is a huge step up in one specific position that just changes the game. So shout out
0: to Brady. I will argue that it's been a bit of a help having Leonard Fournette, too. Ooh, okay. At the running back position. He was
1: signed during the season because the Jags just straight During the season him. but his I was listening to part of my take this morning and he, he was, was on, on there. Yeah, yeah. playoff Lenny um, <laughs> yeah, love that
0: uh Big Cat listed like a bunch of his stats just mm-hmm. across the board in the playoffs the numbers are crazy I believe it's seven touchdowns in six games that yeah oh, as a player his career in the playoffs is that right I think right now
1: well, or, or no, games, I guess total. So. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes Or maybe sense. you picked like six, the last six games, the like last the six coming games. into this. Because he, you're totally right. I think it might be that. Maybe it is. Yeah. that. Or maybe it's six games in the playoffs because there was either that one way. run for the yeah. Jags. Regardless, you're totally right. For net, just having a power back who can be a workhorse and take carry after carry. When sure, they're like we've been saying. There's so many weapons in the passing game, but you need to have both sides to be an effective offense because you have to keep the defense guessing. And if you can hand it to Leonard Fournette, and there's no space there, and you, rem- I, I think you remember this play, I'm going to try to verbally describe it as if we were calling it on the radio. Mm-hmm. He ran straight, wasn't able to get back to the line of scrimmage. Someone like kind of pushed him, but yep. couldn't bring him down. So he kind of shuffles to the right, completely changes course, bounces outside, 40-yard touchdown. I think that was also against the Packers. It was effortless. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be a loss of yards, and I was going to say something like, man, having a slow running back like Fournette really hurts you Yeah, It doesn't. It was a power running back who got into fourth gear and just flew. It was incredible. I couldn't believe it. I totally believe in playoff Lenny now. And he's going to be huge against the Chiefs defense that, uh, other than their great nose tackle, Chris something, Chris Jones, I believe. I'm going to double check it. Uh, Other than that, they're not really the best at run stopping. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think Fournette... Who was on part in my take, and you know, maybe one day that's a guess we could get. <laughs> I don't think so, but uh regardless. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, never say never. But uh yeah. I agree with you. He's gonna be big as well. He is. And he's going to be we're gonna have a running back
0: matchup in that game with Le'Veon Bell, too. Oh yeah, who is in the Super Bowl as in, Antonio Brown. Against Antonio <laughs> Brown. It's awesome. But, but uh, I I bring up some of these other offensive threats because I think the Chiefs offensively are just Unreal. Oh, we haven't even gotten there yet. Like, yeah. as much as we talked about that Bucks D, I don't think that they can stop Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Mahomes, and then even Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Because it's impossible. I mean, it's literally impossible to stop them.
1: Miko Hardman muffed the punt early in the AFC Championship, and people thought, like, wow, like, this is a turning point for the Bills, who obviously we were rooting for, because yeah. Daniel, our former roommate and still great friend. We wanted to see Kyle versus Daniel in the Super Bowl. How much fun would that have been? But. Uh, you know, when Hardman muffs this punt and return it ends up being a touchdown on the next play, you're thinking like, wow, like that's a tough look for a young player who can be so valuable to the Chiefs. He probably lost all his confidence, etc. Guess what they do? They go back to him on a screen, they go to him on a you know a deep route, and he scores like a 50 yard touchdown just like that. And you realize like that wasn't Tyreek Hill. That was Miko Hardman, the guy who just muffed the punt, who was running as fast as Tyreek Hill. Oh yeah, he's on that team. Sammy Watkins is on that team. Demarcus Robinson, who's on the COVID list right now, which would be a tough look to yeah, see You know what else is happening in that locker room. But he's like their fourth or fifth receiving option, and he had some great plays over these last two years. So you're totally right. The weapons on offense... For both sides are for both. Ridiculous. Are, are,
0: yeah, they're really, really good. I that's why it's just going to be such a fun game. We get just two high-powered offenses going at it. Yeah. It's basically like the uh, college football championship all over again. Which was a lot of fun. So yeah. I'm I'm expecting big things out of the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a ton of fun. Um, and I just cannot wait. I I do want to continue to talk football though, real quick. Okay. Because some um, big news over the weekend, we got. That Matt Stafford was oh. traded to the Rams. Yes. Um, along with, uh, uh, no, the Rams. The Rams gave up. The Rams gave up Goff and two picks, right? I think it was or more.
1: I thought it was Goff, two firsts, and then like a second or third okay. down the road. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll double check that. I thought one was... of the
0: first was down the road.
1: Oh, they all are. I don't okay. think it's a pick it's this year. It's not this year. Yeah. Okay. So cool. it's like a 2022 and then a 2023. Yeah. And then, like, another third-rounder. Oh, and Jared Goff as well. Gotcha. Which, here's my question, because we can talk all we want about the Rams. Yeah. And how great I think they're going to be now having a cannon for an arm in Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Though, I guess I'm going on a tangent. Though, I don't know if it was big enough in an upgrade from Goff to Stafford. Even though we're both, I think, Goff sellers. And I'm, I'm a buyer on Stafford. We just don't see him often with great players around him, if ever. Um, I just don't know if it was a big enough upgrade especially considering you're getting older with the move, to give up all the draft capital that they did. But my question actually was going to be, if you're the Lions, you're getting Jared Goff, who's a former first-round pick, I think maybe an expiring contract. I think he might have just finished season four. He actually could have been five years in. He might be on an extension. I'll check that out. But regardless, are you taking a quarterback still in the first round if you're the Lions? Yes. Okay. 100%. And the thing is... That's
0: the beauty of having golf in this trade. I think that the Lions actually won this okay. big time. I I actually do agree. I agree. So, while I think that the Rams with Stafford, do I agree? Are, oh, I'll get back to so Are a threat. Going, going. While I think that the with, ah, okay, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm but sorry. the Rams with Stafford are a threat. Yeah, hundred percent. But if they are not going deep in the playoffs every year, it was a bust. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Which is like okay, so are the Rams just automatically going to the Super Bowl now? I I guess with Saffery that helps. I wouldn't automatically book it. They're in a tough conference, and and a tough division. So, I don't know if they went out on that. If you're the Lions, though, this trade is pretty good. Yeah, you're committing to the rebuild of the future Mm -hmm. clearly. Which is And at the same time, your placeholder is Jared Goff. Yeah, exactly. Who knows what he's doing? You know, he's not a fantastic quarterback. He's just good enough. You are going to tune in to a Lions game and be like, oh, okay, it's Jared Goff. Yeah. I can watch this game now. It's not going to be terrible. Like, I'm watching some right. second string guy yeah. just play it out
1: there. Because they had, like, oh, who do they have? And if he
0: ha- if his contract is expiring, you move yeah. on from him. You you have him kind of help out the new guy. Right. Clearly, Goff may get a better contract somewhere else. Um and he's able to train that guy up, and then all of a sudden, you, Lions are back in business with a brand-new quarterback and fully on the road to a rebuild. I think huh. you have to draft one.
1: I agree with that, but <laughs> I just realized now that he did sign an extension that kicks into effect this year. Okay. Um, And I don't know how the dead cat ball is going to work. Maybe they don't get hit with a penalty, the Rams, I guess, because it hadn't started yet, but yeah. it's a four-year... 134 million dollar extension so averaging out to at it's a weird contract actually because it goes I see football contracts are strange it can be yeah. like one year is like fully guaranteed 25 mil yep and then the next year it's like 10 mil with 15 million in incentives yeah. so the total kind of totals out to maybe 32-ish 31 ish million a year I think I did that math right might have not regardless that that's <laughs> it's not like a bad contract if the quarterback was a little above average, Jared Goff to me is the, the average quarterback of the NFL. And, and that can still help you win football games if you have a defense like the Rams, but the Lions aren't there right now. You know, they're the opposite of that. So for me, I, I think the reason that Goff was sent the other way was to make the cap work because yeah. Stafford's on a huge contract of the zone. Mm-hmm. So the Lions thought, you know, all right, we're getting these multiple picks back. This will be worth it in the long run. I don't know. I'm with you that they have to pick a quarterback. It just complicates things now because you're going to now commit 25 plus million a year you know, to Jared Goff. And then on top of that, whatever the full guarantees of that first round, I think they have the sixth pick or mm-hmm. fifth or fourth, um, it's going to be pretty expensive. And you don't want to spend all that money on one position, even if it is quarterback. So, I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird spot. The reason... <laughs> The reason that I doubled back on if the Lions have won the trade is I've been seeing that it's kind of a lose lose. You know and I mean? It kind hate of is a that, lose lose actually. But I, you know, like Yeah, I I would like to think
0: positively about the Lions for now. And the Rams like and, and kind of root for them, I guess. McVay with um, Matt
1: Stafford could be electric, right? Like that yeah. could be fun. And I, I really can't wait to see both sides after this trade. And honestly, that makes it a win for the general audience and i love it like, a, a, like it was january it's february now like we said but it was in january yeah getting a blockbuster before the super bowl is usually unheard of. of that was really
0: cool here's and another question it
1: happened but yeah, yeah most likely because i think stafford and
0: mcveigh were oh. together like in cabo or something <laughs> maybe i heard i, I, I this is so. like true i, I No, i fully believe, believe I, that I, they are I together now and I they, hear it their wives are there and everything and they linked up, talked, and maybe... McFay's electric.
1: Like, yeah. Come on. Uh, that's awesome. I was going to ask, um, is the NFL becoming more like the NBA in terms of trades? More players forcing their way out, more disgruntled stars being forced out by their GMs, a la Odell Beckham. Are we going to see, you know, more levions that wanted out and instead of holding out, just get traded? Or or instead of getting cut like for net, will we see a trade made there. This is kind of what that felt like to me. Stafford said, I don't want to play for the Lions next year. Boom, he gets a trade. Deshaun Watson says, I don't care who you hire as the next head coach. I'm done with Houston. And it seems like he's going to get traded for a massive haul as well. This feels like what we just saw with James Harden to the Nets. And I'm not trying to bring Brooklyn in. I'll literally cut that there for now. But this feels like what we've seen before with many different superstar traits. Paul George being traded to one side because Kawhi wanted him there. It's not going to be ever fully a players-driven league because there's too many players <laughs> for that to work in the NFL. You know, the NBA, you only have 12 to 15 players a roster. But do you think that maybe that's the direction we're seeing because it's been so entertaining in basketball? I think so, and I think it, it starts from the
0: NBA doing what they did Definitely. and how they market it. And so and how now successful it and, and how close NFL players are with NBA players and other athletes, I, I think that they see it and they're like, oh, well, why can't I do that in Good my respective sport? Yeah. But I also think that there's a slight problem to the NFL in that there's way less free agency movement in the offseason okay. compared to the NBA. And like there are happens, big like, names like yeah. that are just every year coming out that teams are vying for in the NBA. Like, but huge, but like usually there is at least one big name yeah. in the free agency. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the NFL can match that, but I do agree. It's getting a lot like the NBA.
1: Well, so I always think of guys like, and this is very niche because we're Giants fans. But when Landon Collins was a free agent mm. and just under the radar went to the football team at the time was, well, no, no, just the Washington football team. um And it was just kind of, even for New York, you know, media, because we were Giants fans wanting to see where our players are going to end up very underreported and under the radar. um Because like you said, free agency hasn't been entertaining or at least been marketed as such by the NFL. Like it has in the NBA because when, When NBA free agency hits, you know what time it opens, and you know that Woj and Shams are waiting to tweet every single player signing right at the start of that window. For the NFL, it just kind of like passively opens right after the Super Bowl, or maybe like a month after the Super Bowl when like the combine starts, and you just randomly hear like, oh, uh, Landon Collins just signed with Washington. you're like, oh, I didn't know free agency open. Like, I kind of hate that. Because as a fan, you just get blindsided. Usually it's not exciting. Like you said, it's just kind of, oh, like this safety signed here. Yeah. And it could be so much better if they create a window like the NBA has, market the hell out of it, you know, have N- NFL Network, excuse me, all over it. ESPN has NFL Live all over it. And we would love that. Like, I would love to see... All these different teams reporting on, you know, who they might want and who they're looking for yep. and why this running back is the big star. Like, where's Derrick Henry going to go? All, all that stuff. So I think you're right that that's not there yet. I'm just hoping the trades get there because, to be honest, it's so much fun when you have blockbusters happening and teams committing to the now and teams committing to the future. I don't know. what. How about this? If that was, you know, the NFL becoming more of an NBA-like, players-driven league, what do you think the Giants would end up doing? Would they go with Deshaun Watson? Do you think they'd commit to Daniel Jones and try to get a receiver? How do you think the offseason would play out? I think if this were the NBA, the Giants would go
0: all in on Deshaun Watson because I think we were close enough to nearly be in the playoffs and close enough to being a much better team overall in terms of record. Yeah. So at that point, you got to figure, okay, let's get Deshaun Watson, our star of the future, lock him up right now and – Just have him start at quarterbacks. Forget Daniel Jones. I mean, you get rid of him. Yeah, what what do you you think think I would take, though? I would say Daniel Jones plus maybe like three firsts.
1: Yeah, which is crazy. but Which is a lot, but it's kind of worth it. Deshaun Watson is next level. And I think with our defense, if it keeps going upwards, you know, that upward trajectory that, uh, oh, I'm going to blank on his name because I haven't thought about it. Alright, Patrick Graham, our defensive yeah. coordinator, has been, you know, taking it up a notch in his first season, so I'm hoping it just keeps moving up. And then if you had Deshaun Watson, I, I'm assuming that would mean no Saquon. I don't think that would be in the trade. I read that the Texans really want two young defensive players. So maybe like a Jabril Peppers would be yeah. on the way out and we'd commit to Logan Ryan as a safety, play him with McKinney or something. That's a possibility. Not bad. You know what? If I'm Dave Gettleman, I love Deshaun Watson, right? If I'm Gettleman, I'm proposing Daniel Jones, Jabril Peppers, and two first-rounders. And just leaving it there to start. If they want to negotiate because what they just saw with Stafford, I get it. Because Watson's younger and better. Both are just true. <laughs> Definitely younger. Fact. You can look that up and then look and at the fact. numbers. <laughs> yeah. Um. So maybe you have to throw in a third or, or, or a future second or third. Uh. Maybe a first is what I meant to say. Yeah. Like um it's probably worth it still I, I think you'd agree that having Deshaun Watson in, with a big blue could be game-changing yeah I mean he still has no one to really throw to so that <laughs> hasn't changed that, yeah. that, that has not changed what well, would we sign like an Allen Robinson or draft that's it, what I'm saying If we keep that first if rounder if you keep this the year? pick
0: you get the receiver if you don't but then you may need to replace defense I don't know
1: yeah that's if it's the NBA, though. I don't think That's it might point. necessarily
0: be the best football move. I don't you know? think
1: I see Gettleman doing that. He never trades, is what it seems exactly. like. He only trades down, if anything. No, not even. But what do you think uh, realistically happens this year, then, for the Giants?
0: In terms of... Just the offseason. The offseason. I don't know. I think, I think we... Who do we draft? Who do we go after in free agency? I think anyone? we either draft a wide receiver... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it would be nice to get Devonte Smith if be. we can if we can get there at all. I don't think we will. No. I think the Dolphins are going to take him actually. Yeah, I like that to pair with Tua. To pair with Tua. Yeah. Um, or Deshaun Watson, if they're able to do it, they probably
1: have to give up that pick too. And Tua. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. So I, they would give up too much. So I yeah, think. that's the Dolphins.
0: <laughs> but the Giants, on the other hand, um, I think they keep Daniel Jones at quarterback. I think they get a, a big wide receiver. And I think maybe they do some work on the defense. Well, probably the line. Probably the O-line. Maybe like another O-line piece or sure. something.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I, I agree with the receiver. low-key, we need a
0: running back in there somewhere, too. We'll
1: get one in the mid-rounds of yeah. the draft, I think. Um, edge rush. Edge rush is what I was going to say. If we can't get Devontae or... Jamar Chase from LSU, who didn't even play this year but is yeah. a tremendous receiver. I'm thinking I'd rather edge rush over Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. Um but Waddle could be fun as a receiver as well. Otherwise, let's just hit like Gregory Rousseau from Miami. Uh Quiddy Pay, I believe is his name, and I think he's from either Michigan or Penn State. I need to do more research. I think he's
0: Penn State. Okay. I'm- uh, or maybe
1: Micah Parsons is Penn State, no, I think mean, Quiddy Pay is I have Michigan. A pays. I'm going to go pay Michigan, but I'm regardless, I, I still need to do... All right, we'll, we'll see. Um, whoever's right gets to ask the next question. A- Quiddy is K-W-I-T-Y, and then pay with the... Regardless. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are so back right now. Um, I just think that would be a smarter pick than Waddle. He is from Michigan. Pay is from Michigan. Really? Who's the one from? Micah Parsons. But he's not Ned an rush. And uh, he's from Michigan? He's... I didn't think he was from Michigan. Pay, Michigan. Micah Parsons, Penn State. And Micah Parsons is okay. the interior lineman. Yeah, Linebacker, excuse me. I was yeah, just yeah, yeah. looking at
0: <laughs> the other day on Madden. I was looking at yeah, yeah. the uh, draft class. Oh, right, right. For I league. forgot that Parsons was Penn State. He's Penn State. Yeah, yeah, State, right?
1: yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Settled. Uh, nice hopefully that's entertaining content <laughs> anyway right? back to let's go all the way back to the Super Bowl I'd say mm-hmm. just predict it you know like what do you think's gonna happen before, before we get into maybe basketball or maybe some other NFL yeah. teams what's gonna happen on
0: Sunday so I think Patrick Mahomes wins his second Super Bowl okay I think that that offense is lights out you can't touch him Travis Kelsey Tyreek Hill the names I've said before Le'Veon Bell Mahomes is the one, Mahomes is baby goat, it's time to pass the torch. Oh, I good. think this is the perfect passing of the torch. I lowkey think Brady could retire after this game, Ooh. passing the torch to Mahomes. Okay. Because um, that narrative hasn't been said yet, and I'm sure it will though, over the course of this week. And I think that Brady puts up a good fight. I think that Brady puts up a good fight, and it's a high-scoring offensive matchup. Okay.
1: Um, do you want to give a specific score?
0: Yeah, let me think. Uh, I'm going to say Chiefs, 48.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay, that's a lot. 48. Damn. To 40. Sign me up. Two. Wow. All right.
0: <laughs> I think it's just going to be a shootout.
1: I really just think it's going to be a Hammer the over if, yeah. uh, if you're yeah. in that prediction. I love that. But last year's against... A just as good Niners defense, I'd say, as the Bucks defense is this year. It was thirty-one to twenty. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G did not do so well. I think um, Brady should outperform his former. Well, uh, so this mentee. is this is my thought process. Let's hear this. it before I get some the, the Chiefs the... play teams
0: close. They do. I think Brady and the Bucks are going to come out of the gate absolutely firing, and they go up early, mm-hmm. kind of big, and so the Chiefs have to stay with them. By putting up high power offense, okay. so I think that's how it's going to work out, and
1: Chiefs are ultimately going to take it. I just this is a bit of a tangent, but I totally forgot that last year the Chiefs just started games started terribly. Like they were down a ton to the Texans in the divisional round, and then in the Super Bowl they were down twenty to ten at the end of the third quarter. They won. They won. Or they outscored San Francisco twenty one zip in the fourth. I forgot that it just all happened like that. It's really impressive. There's, In all fairness, there's been so much that has happened from that game oh, to now. Oh, so much. Which
0: is crazy. Yeah,
1: and that's the beauty of football crazy. and just sports in general. Like, Damian Williams was their running back last year who went for 104 yards in the touchdown. I literally remember nothing of this game. No, I, I kind of like, do. I, I remember it. And what was it, Shakira and J-Lo at yeah. halftime? Yeah, I think I kind of remember it.
0: Uh I the funny that. thing I mean, is, that was awesome. That was like yeah. the last
1: big sporting event before quarantine. Yeah, so that that's why I think it's kind of like right there in my head. Yeah, I, I really eliminated Rams Pats from my head because it just that game was terrible. I always get the score wrong. I always think it was 7-3, and it was like 10-7, maybe. It's, it was so bad. It was terrible. It and was I'm not expecting It the most that.
0: boring game I've ever watched. So I found I, myself only yeah. checking in during the commercials. Yeah. I wasn't even watching the game. And it was, I was close. Just it was the just commercials. so boring.
1: Uh, and that's not what I expected from McVeigh. Anyway, to, back to the present. Uh, my prediction is that was Brady's last Super Bowl, and it was a boring, slow one. But this is a totally new team with a totally new coach and a faster pace, better weapons, so it's not going to be that low scoring. Uh, what do we got there? Mr. Snow
0: Snowtruck oh. plowing, plowing through
1: Foster Mr. Street. Plow. All right. So, while it's not going to be as low scoring as two years ago, I don't think it will be as high scoring either as your prediction. Um, my gut tells me it's going to be a little lower scoring than last year. I think. Because the tough comparison for me is... Obviously, the Bucs have a better offense than the Niners, which is why I think they'll score more than 21. Will the Chiefs be able to score more than 31 against the Bucs? I feel like yes, but it's like something's telling me like a 28-24 Chiefs. Because like you said, they play teams close. And yes, that's literally the exact amount of points as last year's game. Mm -hmm. I just think it's going to be a little bit closer where the Chiefs, maybe they start slow again. And maybe they're only able to win by four points because they have a last-second touchdown. I don't know. Just look for Kelsey to score one. I, I'm pretty confident in that. He always is open in the end zone. Look for maybe a big man Vita Veya touchdown if he's fully healthy. I know he's had an ankle issue, but there, he's a very important defensive tackle for the Bucks. He comes in as a fullback sometimes. It's really exciting. <laughs> I love it. Um, I, um, I actually
0: got a Super Bowl question for all right. you. On your, like, bingo board of okay. Super Bowl commercials, what are you expecting this year, both, Oh, like, mid-2020, 2021? Like, we will have a lot. There's going to be a
1: lot of stuff. A lot of. So, like, of what lot is lot. going to be on the bingo card? Well, first of all, regardless of companies, a lot of COVID jokes. A lot of COVID a jokes. A lot of, you've been through it, you know, this last yeah. year. Hey, We're on the bright side, even though it's not fully done mm-hmm, yet. Mm-hmm. Stay masking up, everybody. Stay safe. We're almost done. But not yet, you know. That's not how they're going to paint it in commercials. Mm-hmm. I think bingo board, I would put like one box would say like three different mentions of masks or three different mentions of the vaccine or yeah. just something. Whether it's a joke or completely serious, I think it we'll see be something be like that. It may be in like
0: every commercial.
1: Oh, I think three is a light number. I might it go actually five may- or seven I may or do something. like. 10? Like 10, dude. Yeah, like, I think yeah. every single company has to have some sort of related really commercial. 100% there will be. We'll see something big with Dr. Pepper. Um, How do you know this? Because they always have, like... Oh, well, I thought you had intel at Dr. Pepper No, not, like, specifically for this year, but that's, like, the first company that came to mind were, like, rest in peace to Prince. They have that character who, like, he's kind of like Prince, but he sings about, like, oh, cream yeah. soda it's and Dr. Sweetening. Pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the sweet. He'll have yeah, another one. He'll go. have another one. Pepsi... Has to have one because they sponsor the, the half-time, halftime show. show. Yep. So they'll have something. Um, what What snack am I... Is it Snickers? Doritos? Well, Doritos, oh, well, Doritos, Doritos always, always has a good one. Does, yeah. And then Snickers always has one. Um, State Farm is an NBA. They're basketball. I, don't, I wouldn't expect them... What? i, I mean, that's kind of listing off companies.
0: Definitely so. on the card, too, has to be... like. Political stuff. Political. I mean, yeah. Trump being gone now, new president and Biden. That's, but how much can you say? Carry like, how
1: political are Super Bowl commercials usually? I
0: feel like they. there's always that very slow one right before the halftime show. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like, like that block there. of yeah. like very important, like Oscar worthy commercial oh, type thing. They
1: will have like the, the companies, first of all, they can buy like a whole minute yeah. of ad space. You know they're going to go all out yeah. on just filming and producing that thing because yeah. they spent a lot of money to get that yeah. spot, you know so I think you're right we're going to see some like Game of Thrones level production out yeah. here as we always do um but do you think I, I think another bingo board would be like the preview or announcement of a new TV show or a new Ooh, movie. yeah, new movies, or like, TV gonna sneak shows. sneak, like, maybe a Disney Plus thing out there as, I'm going to call a little Disney Plus Paramount action. Plus, we recently, I've recently found. Quibi? During, What's a Quibi? I don't know what a Quibi is. I <laughs> Who knows commercial. what a Quibi I hate is. that commercial. <laughs> but no, Paramount Plus I saw come up during the AFC Championship, and I texted you guys about it. Yeah, and, I, I remember and texting. And then Daniel, I was hoping Daniel would respond, because I saw, like, Survivor in it and Jersey Shore in it. And then I realized, oh, he's stressing out about the Bills, so he's not going to respond. And he didn't. But anyway, I I remember that, and I feel like that was kind of like preview it during a championship game to announce something bigger at the Super Bowl. So maybe that's on the card. It's like a new streaming service.
0: That's that's probably could be on there. Well, what else do you got? I'm trying to think. I I feel like you got to get, I mean, Tiger King was such a big thing. You think randomly?
1: Something random from the start. Cuz there's quarantine? weird funny stuff yeah, and yeah. I'm
0: sure someone from Tiger oh, King Oh, think of like might, random celebrities yeah. that po- Okay, yeah, would I maybe like make their way
1: into a commercial I never watched it. Zoom? I don't want to watch it. Zoom will Zoom will probably have I a commercial this year. Zoom commercials. Oh, the actual company Zoom. Yeah. I hate commercials that make a joke about Zoom. They will like, do that too. There's like, definitely like, going to be some Zoom commercials. They're just like we go through it and it's a great service like shout out Zoom cuz we use it. I used it today instead of going to my class cuz it was snowing so much up here. So it's great, but uh, I don't want to see, like, the progressive cast, like, buffering on Zoom. Like, that's not a fun, entertaining commercial for me. Because it's this, like, I watch it, I'm like, oh my goodness, I just got out of class. Like, you're taking me right back to it. Yeah. So I don't like that. But I think you're right. That has to be on the bingo board in some capacity. I hate. I <laughs> have,
0: and, and I don't say this lightly. I hate. Okay. Those stupid commercials during the Super Bowl where they block out like three or four different ad slots... And they oh, have, like, a continuation. Yeah. So you're so invested. Yeah. You're like, what is it? Yeah. Where is this guy going? And then by the end, it's for some stupid company that has nothing to do with whatever's just happened. Yeah. I'm like, it plays with my emotions every year. Yeah. And it genuinely
1: pisses me off. And they're always this one. It genuinely infuriates I'm me. I'm on the other side. Like, it's kind of fun to follow. But I was going to say, it's always It is, so disappointing. Yeah, and yeah. you know what's
0: even more of a crime? Okay. The, the people that make those commercials who put out the previews for the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> screw that yeah. I saw something recently it was like Mila Kunis with um, mm. who was that MC s- Hammer maybe maybe that's a guy Wait, no, no 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 it wasn't commercial. MC Hammer it okay. was it was the guy who sings um, Shaggy it wasn't me
1: oh I saw that yeah. one okay I just so saw
0: one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's a preview for something <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's coming yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of commercials I've seen though um, another one that I think is going to premiere that I actually really liked a lot okay. is one for Match.com Okay. And it was like a 2020, like end of 2020, 2021
1: yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they've been doing that thing where it's either Matt or somebody else, like a dating service, where the devil is dating yes. 2020. Yes. That has I feel like I haven't seen that on actual TV I've a seen, lot. Uh, yeah. Maybe what, like on Hulu, you're saying? No, or I'm something? just saying like on actual TV. I I've seen it.
0: I feel like that's still probably the budget for their Super Bowl commercial,
1: though. Maybe, and I think you're right that like... I've only seen it during football games, which okay. is, like, on TV. But I, I, that always makes me think, like, if I've only been seeing it on an NFL broadcast, it's probably going to appear one more time in the Super Bowl. Like, yep. that makes sense. I think we got to have on the bingo board some kind, maybe multiple. This could be the free space, honestly. Beer companies. You always have, oh, you like, always get Bud Knight. Always excuse get beer companies. me, beer Or, you remember the one where the guy has to choose... It's not his uh, girlfriend or his dog, obviously. I think it's literally his girlfriend or his beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it might not. It might have to do with the dog. But there was some There's relation always a dog. <laughs> to Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There is always a dog. And that's a classic commercial. Wish I remember oh. it. That's a while ago. The the one with the the dog and the horse. The, oh, those yeah, are yeah, great. Yeah, those yeah, are yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always feel good. Was it the dog? Thinks he's a horse, something or, like, like that. an yeah. like, Inspiring, like you're looking at. Do me. we get
0: any next gen console yeah, commercials? Uh, yeah. A PS5. Maybe PS5
1: like announces more stock.
0: That would be which cool. Would be great Actually, for all that would of be us. a great Super Bowl commercial.
1: Uh huh. But they they're pre- probably they... not going to do it because it's Sony. But uh, they might. Well, they might in an ideal world. But I'm not getting my oh, hopes up. Oh, uh, we didn't. The last thing of the
0: Super Bowl that we haven't even touched <laughs> on: the halftime show, the weekend. Oh, the weekend's lit. Weekend's gonna be awesome. I'm excited for this. I'm summer. very very. I know this has to be a stunt for the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. The the surgery thing. the oh, Where he's, his dollars. face.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But his face would, looks weird. It was like for a commercial. That wasn't in this commercial though, right? You know the one like yeah, that everybody's seen where yeah. like, everyone's singing Blinding Lights? Good commercial, first of all. Somehow, maybe it's because I like that song. I haven't gotten annoyed at it. And I've seen it a lot.
0: Blinding Lights is just a great song all yeah. it's It it's kind was of probably the best song of this year just musically
1: wise. Okay, I, I think it was just... The best song. And like, it's a poppy song. Like, you wouldn't think that would win that title, mm-hmm. you know, of best song. But I kind of agree with you. Uh, I think I do agree with you, actually. So who else does he bring out, though? Oh, that's a good question. Because if you're Weekend. Drake Association?
0: Drake, Drake would be awesome. Because the
1: Weekend came up through Drake. Weekend. Right?
0: And who does
1: the Weekend usually do stuff with?
0: I mean. I like
1: that. Kendrick. Thing. That he has,
0: out. he has sidewalks
1: with him. Yeah. I Possible, but I wouldn't. They always bring out people. And I'm assuming it it's has happening. to be like rap. It's happening in Florida, so I wouldn't lean towards, like, if it was in L.A., there would be a bunch of, like, L.A. Yeah. rappers, maybe, that would go up for it, or if it was in North, which it never is, because it's a Super Bowl in the winter, mm-hmm. um, then maybe Drake would make more sense, yeah. or, like, an NY rapper. I think uh, it's not going to be, like, low Pump or something, <laughs> but, like, could there be a Florida rapper?
0: JID, maybe? JID would or? be I mean, cool. I don't know if they're big enough.
1: Is, is, uh, who am I thinking of? Kodak? <laughs>
0: like, Kodak is, but I don't know what his jail situation <laughs> is, is looking like right like now. So I, I don't think
1: <laughs> any of them. I think Drake would be my guess. Drake makes the most sense. What, what are like, you know on uh, Wikipedia it says like their are associated acts. Mm-hmm. Let's see who comes up at the top of that. Because And I don't want to see any spoilers about <laughs> I don't think there are just rumors probably about who might be performing. Uh, Daft Punk comes up. Ooh, oh, that makes sense. They have an cool. album together. Yeah. I could see that 100%. Lil Uzi Vert, Nav, Uzi would be cool. Nav and. Maybe they would bring out. uh, And then Drake's in there. And then a bunch of, I'm assuming, singers or producers that I don't really recognize. Huh. That's it. So there's not too many options based on that.
0: Or he just put, honestly, maybe he doesn't bring out anyone because he got that Grammy snub. Ooh. His album didn't, wasn't show. Grammy nominated, and that album was maybe the best of the year. Yeah, I which like is that. ridiculous. I don't understand. He's how a that, great, he's a great musician. So I'm, you I'm know fan. what? Do like a Jay Cole thing, like one triple platinum with no features or whatever. That's fine. Do the Super Bowl no features. I like that a lot. I like that. I say that's Has what people he's people done be. that
1: before. He could do that. Yeah, like, people
0: do it. It's only a common thing where people would like feature people for the Super yeah, Bowl.
1: Yeah. So I like that. I, I think that's what's gonna happen. I'll, I'll say if anyone had to show up it would be Drake it would be Drake so that's my prediction yeah but I like the idea of him doing it by himself so shout out weekend halftime show be fun um otherwise I think we have a good like 10-15 minutes left I kind of forgot yeah we so started.
0: I was actually thinking about this yeah rest of the show I want to talk NBA real quick sure I think that you should talk about Nets Harden okay and I'll talk Nick's Quickly on the ride. Yeah, sure.
1: All right. Well, we can do this quick, both of us. No pun intended. uh you, sorry, We can talk nets for a little bit. Let's go. All right. Uh, It always seems to come at a bad time. I think I we were coming off a bad loss last time we recorded, and this time we're coming off a one forty nine, one forty six thriller against Washington. Um, first of all, I just kind of want to say that since the Harden trade, which we had. we haven't talked about it yet because we recorded before yeah. it, but we were hinting at it. We thought it was going to happen. The talks had died down in December. It was more of a preseason thing. And it just kicked back into action in January and, like, all in one day, it just all unfolded. So that was exciting. It was a hell of a day for me. I was, like, bouncing up and down. And then a bunch of people were bringing me back down, like, <laughs> saying, like, this is not going to be good. And I was like, no. Like, at first, I didn't like it, but then it, it all just made me buy in. And since the trade, we've had. <laughs> We've been on pace for the best offensive rating of all time in the NBA. And then the worst defensive rating of all time in the NBA. And you know what? The point I want to talk about, especially coming off of last night, in a game where we didn't have Harden. Um, it, and first of all, if anyone, probably most of you didn't watch that game, we were up like 8 or 7 points with, uh, or maybe it was only like 5. Regardless, we had like 10 seconds left and they hit a crazy 3. Joe Harris rushed the inbound and moved into a Russell Westbrook 3. It was fluky. The Nets should have closed that game. There was no reason it should have been close, but we didn't take the game seriously enough. And we rushed and got worried at the end of it. So we deserved to lose when it was all said and done. Um, But the main takeaway for me is anyone blaming our bad defense on James Harden hasn't been watching and just doesn't really understand basketball. And I think you actually would agree with this, Jack, because the main part of this trade for the Nets in my opinion was not gaining a third star in James Harden you know to bolster this offense it was losing Jared Allen in the center of our defense one of the few plus defensive players that we had not having him and DeAndre Jordan has actually been better since the trade That's kind of been huge for us because he looked slow as all get out before the trade um since then he's been better but not great we added Norvell Pell and Amon Shumpert, but neither have debuted for us yet. And they're both defensive-focused players, but they're role players. So, we our best defensive player, just flat-out best defensive player, is gone in Jared Allen. And he tore us up when we played the Cavs twice, immediately after the trade. That's been the biggest loss. And for that, that's why we have the worst defensive rating of all time. It's not these stars. Kyrie said last night, like, I couldn't defend anything. And I, I'm glad that he t- put some blame on himself. But he put up 30 points. And it's not the role of the point guard to shut down anybody. I get that Russ had a great game, but that's what your interior defenders have to do against a driving guard like Russell Westbrook. Shut him down. They didn't do that. so Shut him down. Yeah, giving up 40-plus 40, <laughs> 40 plus points in the fourth quarter when we were up double digits, that's just looking past lower competition. I believe we're 9-3 and three against uh, 500 teams or higher. But against those teams under 500, we're like... Four and eight or, no, that's too many losses. Four and six or something, like it's bad. Uh, This, again, is right off the top. It's not, you know, I'm not looking at my phone right now. So I could get those real numbers, I'm not going to bother. Because the point is, we've been great when we play competition that's at our level or higher. And I love that, because that's the only competition we'll see in the playoffs, exactly. But we can't be looking past these teams that might not be making the playoffs. Because that's how you add more and more losses to your resume. And it's just going to hurt your seed going into the playoffs. And you're going to face tougher competition there because of it. And that might be a good thing for this. And that's based off what I just said. But regardless, you want the easiest path through the playoffs you can get. You just can't be looking past all this competition and thinking you're better than them. I get that we have three superstars. You can call all three of them superstars. Regardless, that doesn't mean we're going to win every game. And I think a lot of people in the media are missing that. And they're also putting the blame on the stars. When Kyrie's been one of the most efficient players in the league, yet like Stephen A. Smith and other people are making it seem like he's a ball hog. KD has been MVP level. He's just not going to win it am I, because there's Joel Embiid right now. Embiid and is Leper balling everybody. Embiid for MVP. That's what I, I, I actually agree Actually ran it for MVP. <laughs> we'll get to that. But then finally, Harden's been His electric. His close to I know, I know. Uh, Harden's had 12 assists per game about since the trade. He's been ridiculous. So there's so many bright spots. We just got to focus in every game and take every game seriously treat every game the same because they all mean the same at the end of the day each game is counts as one win or one loss right nothing more or less playoffs a different story but we're not there yet as jim morris said playoffs (laughs) talking about playoff what is it is is that iverson or is that do you know that quote it's not... Practice. I would practice. practice. No, no. Oh. But Jim Mora is the guy... He's like the playoffs. Coach a playoffs. Playoffs. We can't win a damn game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like that. that's what it's about. Like, we can't look to the playoffs yet. I know. I always say on this show that in the NBA, you can tell what teams are making the playoffs and what aren't. And the Nets, just based on roster alone, they are a playoff team. But seed-wise, you have no idea where you're going to be. You can't just, you know, treat it like this will be a top three or two or four seed because they don't, you know, take every team seriously. And that's just disappointing. I think it falls on coaching. Steve Nash, first year coach, has to be more serious and more, uh, you know, demanding of his team. uh, And he's got guys like Mike D'Antoni on that bench <laughs> as coaches behind him who I just feel like haven't been the best mentors. They have to step up more. So I don't know. We still have a lot of cap space because Spencer Dinwiddie, um, being hurt for the season, got us like an extra 6 million or something. So people are thinking maybe Andre Drummond, who said he doesn't want to be a Cav past the deadline, could get bought out and come to the Nets. And that is a dream scenario. I'm not saying it's realistic, but it's not out of the picture and it's been talked about by reporters. So that's serious enough so I can say my dream scenario is we somehow get Andre Drummond on a like, free agent contract so we don't have to give up picks or anything. And that's our center With DeAndre Jordan off the bench, if he plays limited minutes, he is a good player. He just needs to, and especially with Harden, who just makes every center better, it seems like, on offense. I don't know. I think that's my five-minute spiel, is the defense is not Harden's fault. And honestly, I don't blame it on Kyrie, definitely not on KD, because he's been great as a post-defender. It comes down to guys like Joe Harris, who I love, who has to just be better as a defender. And I mean, that's not his game. So get a Shumpert around him, who we haven't seen play with him yet. Get this guy Norvel Pell, who hasn't played in the league in a couple years, but he's a shot blocker. That's all we need. We don't need more scoring. Like, Schumper could average one point a game, and Norvel Pell doesn't have to shoot ever. And they'll probably be plus defenders for us. So, (laughs) I'm feeling hopeful, and I should be, you know, based on the roster. But it hasn't been the best start, and it's always kind of rocky for the first year of a super team. So, that's my five minutes on the Nets. I don't know. You want to give me like 30 seconds of what you think of that? <laughs> and then I, think, I think that this is huge
0: right now for the Nets. The fact that Harden is here. Yeah. The fact that the three have all come together and formed this super team is huge. And as a fan, you should live it, enjoy it, and revel in it. Because this is what it's all about. Yeah. It's, this is the moment. Now, as a Knicks fan, <laughs> I can hate that this oh, is yeah. the moment right now. Oh, yeah. It absolutely sucks. But there's nothing I can do about it. There's literally nothing I can do about it except let it happen. Fair enough. Um, There's nothing I can say about the Nets. There literally isn't. I just think that maybe, you know, they do need a center. They do. I kind of like the team a bit more pre-trade. I thought that the depth they had combined with KD and Kyrie was better than the three of them plus, you know,
1: well, minus, I guess,
0: everyone that they they had to get rid of. Um, So, yeah, Yeah. I, I just... Harden, this is again, Harden coming off of winning player of the Eastern
1: Conference oh, player of the Play of week. player of the week, yeah. yeah. So, so cool. yeah. I
0: mean, that's huge. I yeah. still think that ultimately, this just can't work. Like, I don't <laughs> understand how this would work. And like, it's, it's the thing is, it, yeah. with this team right now, as you're seeing, it hasn't just been like that Warriors team where it's just, you know, no. win every single game all the way through. Nope. No, there's been losses. So my thing is also like, okay, well, if the losses keep coming and, you know, the wins will too, but if the losses happen early in the playoffs, in the playoffs, you don't get to the finals, yeah. what does that do to, to what this team is? Like, I, I just, know. I don't know if it all blows up at that point. I don't
1: know if it, I feel like one year would be too, the thing is, and we just talked about this with the NFL, the NBA just is like this trauma just happens out of nowhere every year. And in my mind, like logically, one season as a team together is too quick to blow up. And I think these guys are all old enough you know, as veterans of the league now to get that and to say, let's commit to this and see if we can get a title. It doesn't have to be year one. Um, and my one contrast to the Warriors is that KD joined a team that had been a super team already you know, and had already gelled. So they were great. They just had to adjust to having one new player but meanwhile the nets this is the first year of three guys playing together like yes kd played with harden in 2012 or whatever but harden was coming off the bench at that point he wasn't a superstar yet it kind of reminds me more of the 2011 Miami Heat you know who were slow out the gate and, and that's lost fair. and they in lost to the Mavs. Yeah. so and then year 2 they I were dominant see, i could definitely so. see that I,
0: it's more so that i i had a lot more faith in LeBron, D-Wade, and Bosh yeah. Then Harden, Durant, and no, Kyrie Irving. And, I mean, funny enough... I'd and s- not on the court. I'm, I'm saying yeah, equally on the yeah. court, they are equally yeah. as powerful as that big three in Miami.
1: Off the court, though, I have way more confidence well, so than that other big three. That's the fun thing with being a Nets fan right now. is like, I don't think <laughs> Kyrie as is as big of a head case as everybody else has said. Because, like, yeah, he just took, like, a six-game leave of absence. That and, still sucks, though. Yeah, no, it does. And people were, you know reminding me of it every chance they could get but it's like if that's what it takes for him to be happy and stay here what we went like 4 and 2 in those games like we're not a bad team when we lose one of our stars and at that point we hadn't even gotten hardened yet maybe at like the last two games we did um so it's like we put KD on the floor at any time with a team of like decent players right like there's still good defenders a couple of them obviously not great but good defenders and good shooters He can win by himself, as he showed this year. But, I don't know, uh, biggest takeaway, apart from the Nets, is that Karis LeVert, who would still be playing right now for the Nets, um, had he not been traded. uh, And I know you guys who have no idea about the situation are like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He'd still be playing for the team if he didn't get traded. Well, what I'm talking about, and this is a super serious topic, is in his um, physical for his new team I guess, new, new teams. He got traded from the Rockets to the Pacers. They found a mass on his kidney and had it removed. And it happened to be kidney cancer. Damn. And he is completely, I believe, completely cancer-free now. And is going to make a full recovery. And will be playing in, hopefully, a month or two. That's nuts. If that had not... If the trade hadn't happened, he'd be playing right now for the Nets and not feeling anything while this mass would be growing on his kidney. So... Shout, Shout out to
0: Pacers, like, Athletic. Whoever found it, yeah, yeah trainers Pacers, or Rockets, or whatever. whatever,
1: great for them. It was Staff, a hang-up. that's crazy, wow. People got worried that the trade was going to get canceled because of some random hang-up, and we had no idea how serious it was for one player's, you know, personal health and really just personal life. Um, so it's like, you know, a little feel-good thing about sports where it's like these moments are – like not obviously not scripted or anything, but like can feel like they are like feels storybook almost. Well, that that's like, like
0: the, the just this year with the Giants too, Golden Tate.
1: Yeah, um, was it, was um, that Golden Tate or no? Was that no? It was Golden Tate and Joe Judge? If I'm thinking of what you're thinking of, Joe Judge like Golden Tate go home to his wife who was in the hospital for something. Yeah, and ended up making a full recovery, and he was like, "Take as many days off as you want."
0: Okay, I don't know if it was that. I was, that was also cool talking moment, about like, the the training staff guy who said that someone's wife on the team should get something checked
1: out. That might be it. That might be it. I'm, so maybe that was wrong. it. I think it was. And I think the second half of that story then was Joe Judge was like, dude, like this comes before anything else. Yeah. Like sports I think, I think that was we it. I think we've talked about yeah. that on here. <laughs> Love Joe Judge. That was awesome. And I wish this could be a positive about the Nets. And I guess it sort of is. But just the fact that the trade went down, could have ended up being a life-saving situation yeah, is no, it's so cool. crazy cool and i'm assuming just because of how historic i this will team, not be
0: saying that the nets save lives though no that's fair, not that's be fair. That on but air.
1: i'm just saying that like this team is historic as i mentioned earlier because they both have the best offense of all time and worst defense of all time statistically at the moment it that, made, that alone, makes sense to me to be honest. yeah it does it makes sense to me too i knew what we signed i signed up for you know well being a fan i had no idea what was happening but I knew what we were getting when we traded for Harden, um, but what I want to say to finish it off is like, that is so historic, so add that to the off-the-court personalities, and no matter what happens in the playoffs, I think we're going to see a 30-for-30, 30 30. and I think that Karis Levert part will be huge in it. And That'd be cool. I would watch it. <laughs> I hope it won't be a reminder of bad you know, things happening in the playoffs. I hope it's it wouldn't happen now. It would be like way, oh, down, way the down the road. Yeah. Right. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be a fun it'll thing to watch. It'll be like 20 it, it, years It'll, from it'll
0: now. be yeah. some really cool context to everything. Because then you have 2020 on top of all of that. That's facts. Yeah. yeah. The, bubble the new Nets season, Nets the there. bubble. <laughs> you get all of that in there. That's crazy. Um, it would be
1: good. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the uh So
0: I'll I'll run through Nick's real quick. Let's do it. What... It's pretty simple. I don't feel crazy anymore. And that's really what it is. <laughs> that's <laughs> what it's come down to. I've... My only real takes so far on uh-huh. the Knicks this year are very rational things. And I've never so. been able to say these things. <laughs> I've never been able to say what I think a lineup should be as a take. <laughs> I've never been able to really say that. You're and right. now my biggest take is that you should start Emmanuel quickly. Uh-huh. You start Austin Rivers. Um, RJ at the three. I like him there. I like him at the three. I think he's capable of it. Mm-hmm. Randall at four because Randall is an all-star. He's been balling out. He's putting up twenty, two twenty three per game crazy. and eleven point one rebounds on top of that. Okay, which is like nearly five points off per game um, to Embiid, which is crazy because wow. there's the narrative that Embiid is MVP right now.
1: Oh, he's crazy. Um, yeah,
0: but yeah, every and then Mitch Robb at center, who Mitch Rob has not been fouling out a lot. He's been playing good, good minutes, mm-hmm. um, fully starting now, and Noel is kind of coming off the bench. But man, this team is fun. We're hanging with really good teams. We honestly, we just hang with everyone. Yeah. Is what it is. And sometimes we're able to capitalize and get the win. Other times it's just like, yeah, uh, we mess up. Yeah. Which is like a normal That's game, a normal I guess. basketball team, yeah. But it, it doesn't make any sense. Like we're not blowing anyone out. No. Well, actually we did. We blew out the Celtics and the Bucks.
1: Oh, Yeah. We did. There
0: you go. That's right. <laughs> um, but for the most part, we're hanging with teams. I think yeah. right now, when I checked the Bulls, we were like down two. Okay. Um, and they've the been Bulls sneaky are, as well. They're, they're, not, they're, they're not sneaky. They're
1: not a great team, but still, uh, but they've to, been tight with teams as well.
0: To be up for most of the game on the Clippers yesterday. Yep, those Like it, it's a weird thing. We lost that game as well, but quickly again balled out. So, I think with quickly as of right now, we're getting the rookie that we thought in terms of talent we were going to be getting out of Obi, and it's still early on. We don't even know if Obi is going to be on the same level as quickly because he could be. True. Um, quickly has modeled his game off of Lou Will. He, right. It looks like it. It's awesome. If we can get that starting guard now and eventually quickly becomes the sixth man, yeah. almost, yeah, the yeah, sixth yeah, man yeah. guard, I think we are going to be fantastic. I, th- I think we're getting there. And I, and I think that we're it fully in the rebuild. Mm-hmm. We are lucky enough to have a full-fledged star in Randall. And uh, this—it's all looking up from here. It really yeah. is. It's kind of nice. It, it's been a fun season. I'm back watching every single game again. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, which the past two was really tough to do. Yeah. And it's still early, so don't hold me to it yet. But as of right now, I've at least watched five minutes of every game. There you go. Good. At the yeah. least. And and that and that's, like, maybe, like, one or two that I've, like, missed most of it. The rest I've watched the entire game. So, like, I'm fully invested in this Knicks team right
1: now. Up here, it's been, like, a lot of ESPN app for mm-hmm. me. Where, like, if I can't stream the game or, like, find it anywhere. Uh, like, this Wizards game was not nationally broadcasted. So, I was watching on my phone. And when I said, all right, not going to talk about the Nets anymore. But when they came back and I was like, why are the Wizards winning? Like, yeah. I swear the game was over. That's, like, one of those... Like, my heart sank, but I was, like, I'm kind of happy I wasn't watching because yeah. I'd be cursing at the TV right yeah. now. Um, but my question, biggest question about the Knicks, um, as you hinted at it, like, quickly models his game off Lou of Will and would be an ideal six-man. Yep. But in the short term, is starting him going to hurt his production? Because maybe he is better off the bench. Like, he can play with the starters throughout the game, but it's, the, like, starting him. Some, somehow this happens with a lot of basketball players where, like, Lou Will will get run, you know, with the first team or someone, I I don't know, Ginobili obviously closed out games but didn't start them. Is that, you know, what quickly is already or do you think it doesn't really matter yet because so, you don't have a permanent starting lineup?
0: There's this big misconception within Nick's Twitter, actually, okay. that Peyton's getting more time right. than quickly. Quickly has more minutes in the game than Peyton. There you go. Okay. Than and that's been a gradual thing, for sure, that mm-hmm. Tom Thibodeau has has worked in for the team yeah. and clearly, quickly is meshing with this second unit, like you've said. Um, but that's not to say he can't mesh just the same with the first, if totally, not better. Totally. And if it's going to take a little more while, like letting him ride out this unit, getting used to the league, I don't see a rush to it, you know? We not don't, at all. There's we no don't necessarily rush. have to push this ahead, but... I think that he can be a, a starting guy, like a Lou Will um, type player, but as a starter. I like that. So, you know, hopefully we keep him. I'm thinking that we're going to end up potentially trading Austin Rivers if he keeps it up.
1: I like that, um,
0: Try and Try and get anywhere close to that first pick with Cade. It's going to be tough. Uh, but the Mavs are doing pretty bad right now. I was going to say, that's so, exciting for you guys, too. And, yeah, as long as they're in the lottery, that'll be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of right now, we are – I i don't know if currently in this mm. moment we are, but last time I checked, we're still the eighth seed. Yeah. So, technically a playoff team. Well, Get on any, the bandwagon.
1: The playing game still – like you know how it was in the bubble. That's I what I'm think saying. that still exists. So That's what like, I'm saying there's you, you could finish nine. A chance. and have a chance still. Honestly,
0: all I wanted was to have been good enough last year to have gone to the bubble. Yeah. And it's honestly annoying that I didn't get that opportunity to watch more. Yeah. Of my team, I guess it wasn't
1: fun. As but, of, well, I guess we had such a different. But scenario, I'm just saying you got yeah.
0: you got more. Like for me, it was like. Actually, it At was because
1: we didn't have Kyrie or Katie or anyone, but like TLC was going off. It was like, dude, let's go. While well, you guys so, yeah. were watching basketball, full fledged
0: basketball, I literally am just waiting for a draft. Yeah. And it took forever to get here.
1: Yeah. Because it was but a long year. But we knew it was year. meaningless because we got swept by the Raptors and like we knew we didn't have a playoff team there. We still beat somehow. I No one will remember this, but the Clippers and I think the Bucks. In like those play in yeah. games, which was ridiculous. That's what, that, like I said, that's, we had TLC and like Tyler Johnson yeah. starting, and we won those games. And then it changed from that to you know the big three, where yeah. we're losing games to the Wizards. So it's like yeah. I don't so. know, but uh, but anyway, yeah, that, yeah, that's kind of um, I like that take. Um, I would look at
0: it. I, I don't think that we actually trade Randall. I've heard some people say trade I, wouldn't, Randall. I wouldn't. I think we keep him, and he I, and he's team. our star. He fits. He works with Divito. Um. And Austin Rivers is this weird little thing. Like, yeah, he wanted to play here, but hey, maybe we can uh, get him a good deal somewhere else for, for he's, some picks or he's
1: something. He's on an expiring deal, right? Like, like it was so. a, it was, If it was a one-year contract, I'd trade him. If it was two, I'd see if he's still a valuable it mentor. Been, it could have been two. If it's two, I'd hold on to him. Because actually, a lot of you know playoff teams want the expiring contract. You oh, know, as of
0: right now, Bulls are up. Okay. Four and a okay. half. All right. That's not Randall bad. Randall has 18 and five.
1: Okay. That's pretty good. Um, But what was my last question? Oh, do you know if the Mavs pick has a protection on it? Like, if they finish top five picks, do you have to give it back to them? I don't. I think like it wouldn't.
0: I don't think it they is. they thought
1: they were a playoff team. You know, and honestly, I thought they were going to be a playoff team. Update and all to sudden, outside.
0: People are literally skiing down the street. That awesome. is how snowy it is. It's electric. But, but In uh, case you... My, my ASMR uh, <laughs> listeners out there. Um, yeah, the snow. You can hear the rush of the You can. Uh, it, it's nuts armless. outside. It's yeah. actually crazy. Maybe we can take a picture and <laughs> put up on the Instagram yeah. so you guys can yeah. see.
1: we got to use the Instagram more. Um, no, I, I don't know. I just think if the Mavs pick isn't protected, you guys could go for the playoffs, which I like. I don't believe you're... I don't think it is. I don't think the pick is If there's that. no protection on yeah. it and the Mavs somehow never click, and Luca keeps shooting like twenty five percent from three when we all thought he was like by far That's the, MVP the thing. To That's
0: shoot. why I don't think the pick would have been protected. Exactly
1: because they like, didn't think. They, uh, they, yeah. No one thought that exactly that the, like in this situation. Yeah, um, it's a weird time. No, exactly. So with all that being said, I guess you guys could make the playoffs or just barely miss it. You can. What I'm saying is you can shoot for the playoffs. I'm um, not accusing or ever accusing any teams really of tanking, but you mm-hmm. don't have to think about it like that. You can compete and develop your players and still have a chance in the lottery. Whether you are in the lottery or not, you'll have the Mavs there as things stand at the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty appealing, you know, for a young team where, like, maybe if you don't win the Kate Cunningham sweepstakes, excuse me, this is still a loaded draft class and you can find a point guard of the future, which I'm assuming you'd say is your most important position right now. You can go small forward and play RJ at the 2 where he might be more comfortable and find that point guard somewhere else. It would actually quickly. be wild if...
0: I feel good about this lottery pick because it's not ours. <laughs> Interesting. That, yeah, you know what I mean? I like, that. like The Mavs I, have won it's, it before. It's the know. Mavs to mess up. It's not really ours,
1: but then it becomes yours. It becomes
0: ours for sure. And you'll be representing it. It does there. though. Yeah. but doesn't it feel like this yeah. curse could finally end by us not That's really ending call. it? You that, know?
1: that we might have to clip this because I, I can't believe I'm believing in like the Knicks like positivity, and I'm not. I'm not even saying that it's a a bad thing to be positive about your team. I'm just saying the Knicks. Love to be hopeful, which is great, but, but does it, even this the, does not sound wrong to
0: me. I so kind of agree with even this. Even with the Pelicans thing with with Zion and right, everything right, right, and, right, right, and all that, right? doesn't it make sense that this could be fixed if the Knicks were to be in that position due, the, due to the Mavs pick? Yeah. Because if New York is a playoff-bound team mm-hmm. and you're the NBA, and, and again, there's that rivalry between Brooklyn and the Knicks, yep. if, if New York is a playoff-bound team and that Mavs pick is a lottery pick, how do you not... Get New York the number one pick when they yeah work to get to the playoffs yeah. It as would long be as nuts. it's not
1: like if you know the Pelicans had like the eleventh best chances at winning it two years ago and they got it yeah I know um it would be very sus to have that happen again like the Mavs finish with like the twelfth best odds and somehow you guys win the first pick it's like all right Adam Silver you're kind of forcing it here yeah and like. People, uh, funny enough, random story, but John Sheridan has, our friend John, has some connection to the guy who oversees the draft lottery behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous, because people have accused him of being like, Can we talk to him? Can we get can him potentially on here? Talk I would to love yeah. to rip into him. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not. You know, like, I, he can tell us, like, how, well, obviously he's going to tell us it's legit. But, like, yeah. who knows? All I'm trying to say is, like, it's pretty sus if another team... I'll, I'll get him to credit. Outside the top 10. If another team outside the top 10 wins it, um, we've got a problem on our hands. First but, question
0: is yeah. going to be Frozen Envelope.
1: Oh, yeah. Which I'm assuming he... Well, I don't know how old I guy mean, he guy I mean, even if he didn't, yeah, there he has to be stories. Definitely, definitely. I think that would be fun to ask about. Yeah. Maybe that'd this is a cool. future interview. Speaking of which, we will have some interviews coming up, but yeah. we want we want to get back to the normal setup as well and talk more quotes and talk more bachelor sports bachelor will be back i haven't watched an episode yet I, what don't spoil or summarize anything for me yet but like is this a good season i think it's
0: fantastic okay i think it's fantastic so dramatic there is stuff going on in this season that i have never before seen among oh, wow. contestants in bachelor okay there is craziness Okay. I think that Matt James, our bachelor, is a great guy, so okay. I genuinely like him compared to some of the... the couple of the last guys were Yeah, lame. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. Pilot Pete, lame. Yeah, Col- he, he was not Colton. cool. Colton was kind of lame. Matt James is a good dude. Colton off the fence, though. Great guy. He's one of the best bachelors that we've had in a minute, and the girls are fun and weird and great, just like they always are, but it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a doozy. I think it's going to end up being a great season. Without saying any names, do you have a favorite? Okay. Um... Whether to win or just yeah, reverse or I I always forget her name. I think it's Katie. Oh. I really think her name is Katie. No, I said you didn't have to name names, but, but okay. I I always name names. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she is more commonly refer, referred to as Dildo Girl. Oh, so, uh, that's right, that's right, that's right. That's right. Um, she's my my favorite. I think that she's pretty legit and clearly a frontrunner.
1: All right, well that that's your one minute of like bachelor talk preview. For when we both are... Yeah, on you watch
0: now. I empty yeah, you up. I yeah, think yeah. it's good stuff. Uh, Get invested.
1: Well, we've, we've been invested in old
0: Survivor seasons. Oh, Survivor is hit so yeah. different. That show is incredible. We have to
1: figure out if that show is coming back. I mean, it, it shouldn't not be. It's just that we have to figure out like if COVID has kind of hurt it. Mm. Um But I'm assuming they're pushing for that just as much as ABC needed Bachelor back. So, with that in mind... If the next season of Survivor is live, we're definitely talking about I'm that, all in. I'm yeah. all
0: in. Survivor's been incredible. So, yeah. I'm surprised it's taken me this long to really <laughs> dive into it. Yeah, but I'm it's, serious, it's some same. good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but Otherwise, yeah. real quick... Um, in terms of BC. BC oh. basketball has been terrible. <laughs> Jim Christian's awful.
1: Yeah, the team was bad. And then the team was bad with COVID. Yeah. So
0: so bad.
1: But a lot of bad. calling
0: a game this weekend. We, we are. More to hear about you guys that. You sound excited now, right? <laughs> <laughs> you should be so excited yeah. for this game. I'm telling you, probably the best call that we have ever had. Right, right, right. Saying right, it right, now, right. probably the best. Ever. Ever. I'm going to say it's going it. to be the best ever. Okay. So now you have to tune in and now we to have, this know. terrific call yeah. of the, I don't even know what the record is. Oh, oh no, I, don't know, no, I don't know. No, it's NC State. Okay, okay. But the record, the, the BC record right now. Let's both take guesses
1: because how many games have we even Dude, played? Dude,
0: is it like three wins?
1: I was going to think like three I think nine. it's like three and ten. Okay. I'm
0: going to say three and ten. Go or two and nine. ten even.
1: Jeez. uh, Who said, what did I say? Three and nine. You said three and ten. I said three and ten. Three and ten. Let's go. Oh, there you go. Okay, so oh wait, oh, wait. no no no, <laughs> we're playing Florida State tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, whoa, we're no, no, no. Yeah, yeah yeah, we're calling. So the anyway, State. The three yeah. and
0: ten Boston College Eagles. It's going to be a movie. You're gonna to want to tune in. Yeah, we will send you the link how for how many healthy players we have. Radio, um, yeah. four, I
1: think. Well, that's that's for tomorrow's game. Oh, Hopefully yeah. we get more back. But tomorrow we'll only have four scholarship players. Yeah, it's it's Who's going to play? But but I bring up... Are you, up, are you
0: I am trying to. If yeah. anyone's out there listening and BC basketball still needs players, I tweet it out and go gas it up that I'm ready and willing to go play in any game that they need me. Sack finalists? They only have right. four guys who are clear. I can play at this point. Four? I mean, yeah. If, they need a fifth. They do need That's a fifth. That's one less guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can play this. I'm, I'm so ready. I will do whatever it takes if you need me to be Luka Pop- or, uh, Popovich, right? Yeah. Nick Popovich. Nick Popovich. Luka Kraljevic yes. is Kraljovich. the other one. Okay, yeah. if you need me need me to be Nick Popovich, I will. I will do whatever okay. it takes.
1: What about Chris Heron? I
0: will work hours at the Margot O'Connell Rec Center Yeah. if it means that I will start.
1: Okay.
0: Can you emulate <laughs> For the next Chris game? Heron,
1: though? You know, shout out to him. I'm not a shooter. That's fair.
0: And I will put that out there right now. I'm not a shooter. But Chris is a great
1: passer, too.
0: I am a phenomenal passer. There you go. I right. can pass. Um, so you're
1: like Chris meets Nick. I pass. Yeah. I,
0: I will attempt to rebound. Okay. I I have never played uh, Florida State before. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Or NC rank, State, for that matter. Basketball team. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll, it, it could be a tough one. All right. I'm not saying it, that it won't be, but I will put 110% out there yeah. if Jim Christian puts me in this game this yeah. week. Would you
1: change your opinion on Jim Christian as a coach?
0: Absolutely not. I'm oh, going to yeah. be the firecracker on my own okay. that the team needs. You put me in when there's like two minutes left in the game. Okay. I'll go out there, maybe pass, uh, you know, tabs the ball. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd out. maybe I'd maybe take one shot, maybe a little layup. Mm. I'd maybe take the layup. If the layup makes it.
1: And then you get hot and then you're like, I got to shoot again. Then
0: I'll, I'll yeah. shoot some more. But if I miss the first one, no. You're just going to get straight passing and attempts at rebounds from me. Okay. And honestly... Not the worst thing for BC right now. Just rewind. saying. Yeah. So clearly three and ten, something's not working. Maybe you need a Coleman in board. your system. I like
1: that. I like that. It's I like almost
0: that. like uh in the Avengers when they were like, Okay, um, you have whatever, we have a Hulk. It's right, like, right, okay, right, right, right. you y- have you have, have a, a, a have the number one recruit in the country, we mm-hmm. have a Coleman. I like that. And I think I, like I can write this ship. I really I really do believe hey, that. Well, I mean, so please go gas up that tweet yeah. and uh get Jim Christian to let me Play basketball for yeah. BC basketball.
1: Well, I mean, at that point, if they need the 2020 sack most improved player. Oh. Then they can just put me on the bench and I'll, I'll come off the bench. Well, at that a point, threes, we, now have a, we now have a sub.
0: Yeah. Because that is six players. Yeah, exactly. So and that's I don't have big. to play
1: that many minutes, but if like. Winston so Jim Christian, like, if you want a sub. Rest, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I don't can, need you to You bring start. us in. I don't need to start. You bring us exactly. in and now exactly. you have six guys for a team. Exactly. You can let Coleman start. I'll come off the bench. I'm the sixth man. And I will just, I'll shoot the lights out. So and just hear, us out, well, just hear us out. Just hear us out. Yeah. Okay. Because
0: clearly, uh huh. We need some help. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but outside of that, I I brought up BC basketball because BC football is getting some hype now. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of hype building around them. They're going to be good. I believe it. I believe it so hard. Well, we
1: have to go to Clemson again. Third straight year we go. I think we Clemson. win.
0: I think we beat them I know, in but Death like, Valley.
1: Why? That's so unfair. I don't care. Well, no, it's unfair to us <laughs> as fans, where like we, oh, we should have had another get game. we should to see Clemson yeah. play us. And I was gonna here. say, yeah. like, you know, we, you know, this year, like, I wasn't upset that we went to Clemson because it was COVID year. But next year, it's gonna be at Clemson again. And like, if COVID's, you know, cleared out, knock on wood, by you know October or whatever, we not. Um, yeah, you might have heard it on the air. You ASMR, should do at home. You know, but don't actually knock on the microphone. But uh, shh. there you, go. There you that go. was good. We right. did it for you. But yeah, <laughs> thank you guys. Um. But maybe we'll go down and tailgate at Clemson if it's all good because we have BCD, shout out BCD. It, it's, it,
0: it would be a year from having done, well, two years. From the ND game. From too. having done ND. Yep. So it's a nice gap year of our, yeah. our sports. Yeah. traveling A rough gap year at that. Yeah, it was a rough gap year. <laughs> but who's to say? I, I think it would be a fun time if we were to go to Clemson I and call love, that game. I think would that, that would be huge and it would just be the epitome of everything that uh, yeah. BC and us have done gone through along the way so maybe see what jp's up to yeah. jp gotta give a shout out jpp jpp i think it i think if we're getting full circle back to jpp <laughs> that yeah. means that we gotta call in on this one <laughs> um, <laughs> perfect but let's go yeah. we're so happy to be back you guys we're so happy to get an episode in i got nothing else go it's Knicks. So uh we're balling now against the bulls and yep. let's keep at it i love you guys
1: <laughs> later <laughs>
0: later i